Well, Tony, what's up, man? Are we taping already? Yeah, I mean, I always tape, and we start. I, I, I just whoa, kinda... you got me off guard. Um, well, I was more relaxed till just that moment. <laughs> well, I, I like I like to have it all recording just in case it's like a really good starting spot, you know. Ooh, well, I made it. All right, cool. Uh, I'm good, buddy. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you. I like your hat, the NBC Universal. Thank you very much. Did you get that on the on the job? You know, it's funny. No, I had it beforehand. It kind of maybe I uh, happened before. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used it for maybe uh, what do you say? Instigating it or something, or sending the uh, sending the energy out there to get it to happen for NBC. So I like that. I'm gonna buy the hats to all the things that I want. <laughs> you never know; it might work. It's close to your brain, right? Yeah. The thought, everything. Yeah. I like that. I'm pretty yeah. stoked to come to the Magic Castle. Yeah. Um, Magic Castle. You're gonna come this week. I'm there this week, and uh, be fun. So do, fun you, do you have to put on a new show every time you go there? You don't, but I'm going to try some new stuff this time. A couple new things. So, like, comedians have, like, the comedy store. Like, big guys will go every Tuesday night and, like, test out their material. Right. Let's see what's good or not, but it's not their actual show. Is the Magic Castle something like that, or? Well, you better be, you can't really go testing stuff. It's got to be, like, I've been rehearsing for two weeks for this, getting ready for it. Okay, uh, so it's, like, full on. Everything. Yeah, you can't really, I mean, if you're doing a full act, you could throw a new piece here and there, but you, the bulk of your act better be solid. You okay. know, Castle, you want to do your A material. I mean, it's the Magic Castle. Right, you don't want to mess around. But, but like, uh, you would say the same thing about the comedy store. It's like, it's the comedy store. You want to do your thing, but right. it's also at the same time the boys' club over there. Yes, you know? yes. Hang I think yeah, I think most guys usually try some new material mixed in. Uh, I saw Pete Holmes, DeLargo, a few weeks ago, and he tried some new material, but he did some stuff that I've heard, but he mixes, you mix it together. Yeah. You don't want to bomb, you know? You want to yeah. <laughs> end, end on a good note, have good material to end I feel end like with. bombing as a magician is way harder to deal with than like well, anything else. It I mean, is, comedians and magicians have it really hard. It is hard. I mean, you're dealing with props that could go wrong. You know, if there's no ending to a trick, it's, <laughs> it's pretty bad, right? No ending to a trick. Well, if, if the trick doesn't end properly and it something's happens, oh, like about like something that goes wrong. Yeah, you're you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah it's, so it's a lot of pressure to rehearse. So Jesus. yeah, that's why I, I practice as much as possible. Try to mm -hmm. avoid any situation. Or you know, the key is to feel like control of the situation. That you can alter it if you have to. You know, if there's a little something, oh, I gotta, I gotta feel like I'm gonna glitch. I, I gotta turn. I gotta do this and I gotta change it out. So the goal is to rehearse it like a hundred times, so that by the hundredth time you feel like you're solid. So I actually have I have a question about that. Mm -hmm. You know, the rehearsal, this and that, and the fact that you do have props that can malfunction. Um, there's different types of magic tricks. I was doing a little research on you. I was looking up all your like website, and you know, there you had this trick where like the you make made this woman levitate. Yes. And I don't know how that trick works. I don't know, obviously not. But I'm thinking to myself, like, that's a pretty big trick compared to, like, a sleight of hand, like a card mm. trick, right? True. So in a card trick, the cards don't move. You manipulate everything. Like, I'm just using from my knowledge, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're so, you sound good so far. Like, yeah. you manipulate what you, you know, everything is in your control. And you talked about control. Um, but as opposed to a trick where there's a prop that has to do something in order for anything to work, like, right. that's a totally different ballgame. So like when you approach, like do you, do you, when you put your set together, do you like have certain order to like make sure those things work? You know, how do you stay in control in that situation? Well, there's a combination of things. First, depending on the venue you're doing, that really helps you select the material you can do. Like if it's mm -hmm. a levitation, you can't do that everywhere. <laughs> you need a certain setting sometimes to make it work. Either mm -hmm. it be the right lighting or the right staging or the right height of the stage. But the key is to have the equipment, number one, in good working order. 
and having somebody assist you with it that knows what they're doing. Yeah. But, it, you know, things do happen sometimes, you know, with that kind of big stuff. It's out of your hands. Even the sleight of hand, you can mess it up, of course. Well, so I guess, like, the control factor on stage, because, like, if that goes wrong, like, how do you control that situation, right? Because right. sleight of hand, you can, like, maybe work your way out of it. Right, you work your way out. With the big stuff, sometimes you just have to close the curtain. <laughs> just fucking take just it. Close <laughs> it. Just thank you very much, and just don't talk about it. Hopefully, don't forget about it, you know, and it's not your closer, hopefully, you know. Yeah. But I've seen it happen in the pros. I've seen big shows, and I've seen Broadway shows even with, you know, the set pieces getting stuck, coming down, and it happens. Mm. It happens. Uh, the key is just to hopefully the audience likes you enough until then. Yeah. That they They'll gotta, give you a break. Yeah. Yeah. So the stage presence, I mean, has to be totally different, right? So, like, if you're trying to, if you're up front with, like, I'm sorry, I'm using the card trick as my example. So yeah, close up magic, close up magic. Like right. you, you, your whole, the key is to keep them focused on the right thing, right? Yes. Yes. But when you're doing a bigger trick like that, you have an audience all staring and looking around. Like your stage presence has to be totally different, right? You're controlling the entire audience at a bigger scale than when you're doing it close up. Yes. So, but you have assistance. You know, you have theatrical assistance with lighting and sound and music and the movement on stage and so and as the a trick. Gets bigger, you need that then. I think so. Yeah, okay. it helps. Yeah, this is more theatrical. You you have more things to cover, but you have also more things to present. So you need to have a bigger presentation. Uh, it's physically more work too, you know, than doing small stuff, obviously. And I noticed that you build a lot of your own props. I like to. I we like talked to. about that a little bit last time, but I was looking yeah. more up, looking at a lot of the stuff that you yeah. can sell on your site. That's like, yeah, I'm like shit. You should become a magician, pay Tony this much money, you got all this stuff. You <laughs> right. Know? Well, it, it came from necessity originally. Yeah. Most of the stuff that I made was mo for myself personally. And then people, oh, that's cool. What is that thing? Like, well, I got, oh, could you make me one? Okay. Before you know it, I started making a bunch of stuff. And I like making stuff. To me, it's very methodical, very, uh, it's just kind of just almost meditative when I'm in a workshop. I like just working on stuff and, you know, making stuff with my hands and doing things. So I enjoy all the aspects of magic, not just performing. So, like, there's, so there's the engineering side of it. Yeah. And, um, and the more I've followed you, the more I've gotten to, you know, know about the magic world. The little bit that I've gotten to know basically through yeah. you. Yeah. I've come to understand that there's there's so much more than just learning how to do a trick. There is a lot of like making the choice because you do make a lot of your own props and you do engineer a lot of that. So it's not just about being a talented magician. Like you have to be able to build everything to go along with your tricks. Depends. Depends. You know, it's like in your business. Yeah. You have guys that just play music mm -hmm. and are great musicians. And there's guys that can write the music and play good instruments too. So there's two ways you can go. You don't have to be like a lot of guys are out there that don't make their stuff. They hire me to make some of the stuff or other people to make stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't make giant stuff. I make smaller prop type stuff, gimmicks and stuff. But there's two ways you can go. You know, same mm -hmm. as music business. You yeah. can either write your own songs or you just play great music and somebody writes songs for you. So it depends on the venue, the, the way you want to go. You know, that makes a lot works, of sense. It, like it's really what works for you, what stimulates you. Okay. I like making stuff because I could alter it myself. I could change it myself. And some stuff I have to get made by other people if it's bigger. But I just like the fact that I have control over altering it if I have to, you know, okay. immediately. It started as a kid. I remember as a kid, I'd get my neighbor. She was she's a sew for me. And I have to ask her to sew a little something. And, and she goes, oh, I'll come back in two days. I'm like, no, I want it now, you know. Yeah. So I wait two days. I get it. Oh, something's wrong. Uh, uh, not wrong, but I need it adjusted a little bit. This opening has to be a little bit. So another two days go by. So I said, hell with this. I'm doing it myself. And I'm able to actually fix it as I go. It's amazing how, like, you know, that necessity factor breeds this, like, work ethic we never thought we had. It's all about the necessity. It's the will, you know. It's like I came up with a thing for someone recently. They say the will has to surpass the skill. Mm. And that happens in all genres of art. 
any kind of art, if you're an actual artist, painter, musician, singer, dancer, if you're strong enough, I've seen it in my business. I don't know about you see it in your business. Guys that are pretty good and, you know, decent artists in their yeah. field, but their will to be good and be seen is so big that they become more famous than other people that are probably better than them. They become great. Yeah. That's you know, I, li- I like that a lot, the yeah. will factor. Like a Rod Stewart. Uh, you know, he, he pushed through his with his voice and mm-hmm. uh, Springsteen, you know, yeah. uh, people, you know, and Tina Turner. Yeah, voice. No, they they wanted, they were so passionate. And so they the will was so strong, they surpassed the skill. Yeah. So that's that's the key, you know. So I like to balance a little bit of both, my world, you know. Uh, but I've seen guys that go, wow, this guy is he's good, but he's like way more famous than somebody else in, in the world of magic because his will surpassed the skill. Wow. Yeah. I, I love that because, I mean, even, even in day-to-day basis for me i i've said this before i don't play well with others when i when i see when i have a vision when i have a job i want to do when i want to like make something happen like i end up doing everything myself mm-hmm. and the reason is because i have to accept who i am i i, I have way too high of expectations yeah and i wake up at 5 a.m every single day i wake up to get my shit done and that's it that's great so oftentimes i run into the same situation where it's like i need something done and maybe i bring someone in it's like they're not doing a good enough job and it's not to their fault like you know they have their own right. lives or right. whatever it is so i'm just like screw it i'm gonna today i'm gonna figure out how to do this one thing right today i'm gonna figure out how to build a podcast today i'm gonna figure out how to edit right. this track right. forget you know boom 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 yeah. and like it's not even that you said oh i would li- I'd really like to learn this it's like i need this right i will freaking learn this so yeah it's, re- it's really amazing the the work ethic you discover when you need something the done. necessity is the mother of, of invention. invention right you know so. literally in your case yeah yeah <laughs> But it, there's also, you have to balance it though. I, here's the deal. I'm working with somebody right now and I've worked with other people that are skilled. I have a client I'm working with and he's got everything aligning right now. He likes doing everything himself, but now we're trying to teach him, look, you go into a new level, you have a team around you, allow them to do their job so you're mm-hmm. not getting sidetracked. So that's that's a balance. I mean, look at the big guys in my world, Copperfield yeah. and uh, Doug Henning and all these magicians that are, are famous and Chris Angel. They have a team. You don't see them. Look at Disney, you know. There's an army behind Disney. You don't see them. <laughs> but there's people there. So there's a balance. At one point, when your career hits a point, you go, okay, I need a team of people. It could be two, three, four, five, ten people, depending if they're all needed, to learn to utilize them, to put, you have to sit back sometimes. And you're maybe yeah. not going to get it done in, in, in an hour. It might take you a day. But do your thing, let them do their thing. And over time, you'll get bigger gains, you know, over time. Absolutely. It's funny, uh, a lot of like these motivational speakers, a lot of these successful guys, you know, they write their books, they write this and right. they have Instagram accounts, their selfie videos talking about inspiration and like yeah. work ethic. And it's all great, all good stuff. You know, everyone finds their uh, their motivation somewhere. But one one of the consistencies, there's because there's a lot of them in these guys, uh, is the idea that you have to outsource what basically what you're talking about like right. the idea of outsourcing uh work at certain points like yes you can do it but right you know don't waste don't waste your, your time is more valuable than that. yeah put a value on your time say okay what is my i, I did it years ago i said okay i think uh, tony robbins had a uh, something like that in one of his series years ago and i was heavily into tony robbins he says what is your hourly rate let's put it at say a hundred dollars an hour yeah is my hour i'm worth a hundred dollars an hour okay so if i do something myself it's going to be a hundred dollars an hour. If I get somebody else to do it for $25 an hour, well, that's worth it. That's genius. So you have to think about that. That's genius. Yeah. Think about, think about it that way. What is your worth per wow. hour? I mean, it could be $50 an hour, but if you get somebody for $12, $15, $25 an hour and they could do it and you could do your other stuff at the same time, now it's worth it. 
See, that's, I feel like that has a lot of weight to it coming from you, a very self-built person, you know, to come yeah. as far as you have. And honestly, my issue right now, and I, I know this, my issue is I am so used to doing everything myself. I know. I'm so I know. used to it. I'm, I know I can, you know, I'll figure it out. I wake up, I, I, and I'm so aggressive and intense with intense mm -hmm. with things. And, you know, I have to learn to shut that off from time to time. Sure. My issue is like, all right, yes, this person can do this job, but can I do it better than them? Right. And it's like, I don't think that's the right train of thought for no, me. No, no, because it, it, you know what? Nobody will ever have the vision that you have. It's impossible. Nobody will have the exact level of passion that you have. It's impossible. You can get people close to that. That's yeah. why if you get lucky enough to build a good team with people that are strong and passionate with it, it's like the mastermind principle. Napoleon Hill talks about that in uh, Think and Grow Rich. You know, the mastermind, two or more minds thinking and having the same goal in mm. harmony, working towards the same goal, it's much more powerful. Yeah. Because, like, for instance, this team that I'm building for this client, we bring these people together. Oh my God, now I met him and then we have energy. The other guy has energy and we have something in common. And all of a sudden it's, it's just building your social circle bigger. Yeah. And it's not that you're going to the take there. You're going to give. You know, if you're going there to take, it's not exciting for anybody. But if you have something to offer, they have something to offer. There's an energy bouncing back, bouncing back, like like a tennis match. Bam, 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 bam. Bouncing back, bouncing back. Yeah. But if you keep it all to yourself, you're shutting down the energy, stream yeah, you of energy. Cut off that flow. Yeah, there's no flow. It's just coming to you, and that's it. Stopping there. Well, what, I mean, bouncing. I feel like it's it's really important to find because I feel like until you find that person that you can bounce off of, like, do you think it's good to keep it to yourself? In the sense that, you know, what if you go out and share these dreams, these visions, and you get so much negative feedback, people telling you you're crazy, you, you will, end up doubting yourself. But you will. But that, don't be afraid of that. Because yeah. you got to get that no matter what. If that's what's, if that holds you back, then you're never going to talk to anybody about it. Yeah. It's going to say, you know what? Uh, what I'm doing is not the norm. So 85 to 90% of the people are not going to get it. So it's almost like because no one else can possibly have the same vision and the same passion right. as you very different they can have it um it's not, it sounds like i feel like the skill that needs to be learned at least on my end because you do this very very well yeah uh and a lot of just younger people trying to you know the, with the big visions is the ability to delegate what you need yes to like del yes. not necessarily I mean, even time itself for sure but delegate like hey this is my vision, but it's more important for my in my shoes to express my vision so you can understand it to your fullest extent rather than me screaming at you saying, this is what I want. Right. And and of course, there's a lot of in between those two. Yes. Those two. Um, but it's also the skill of being able to illustrate to the person what you want. I just read a book. One. I forget the first name. His last name is Savage. He's from um, uh, what's the TV series? Uh, Mythbusters. Uh, he's one of the main builders. His last name is Savage. I forgot his first name. Uh, blanked. But he wrote in his book, I love it. It's about a maker. It's about making stuff oh, and how yeah. you get people to work with you. He says, I could talk to a good friend and say, here's what I want. I want this thing with this on it. I want this little thing, this knob. I want it to look like a radio, but it has to be on the back of this. Draw it for me. They draw it, and it's completely different than what he had in his head. Yeah. So what do you do? Well, you draw exactly the way you want. You make the blueprint. You, then you hand it to the person and go, that's what I want. Hmm. So if the vision you have can be illustrated clearly in some way, use that. And then that gets you to save time. And, and, and people's interpretations are never going to be exactly what you'd say. You could describe it exactly out of your head to somebody. They're going to draw it differently than you. Yeah. You draw it, put it on a piece of paper, slide it over to them. They got it with measurements, with timelines, with colors, with angles, 
and then you got it as much detail as possible yeah, yeah that'll save time but that only works like if you if you know what your vision is like well maybe your vision's like 90 percent there and you bring someone in to get to the 100 percent. like you give that person artistic freedom if you will in your vision like there's that a, takes a lot of trust though that when you bring somebody in for artistic uh collaboration okay uh you have to have trust in that person you have to feel like, oh, I've seen what he's done, and uh, that's cool, and I think that would be the kind of the genre that I want to go into, that kind of area. Let's collaborate with that person. Mm -hmm. um, that's You need to have a big trust factor if you're bringing somebody in that way. But if you're delegating like jobs that are like jobs, like editing yeah. and this and doing this and finding this and you know supporting your, your work, that's a different skill set. Collaboration on creativity is very different. So like the mastermind idea, right? Yes. You know, especially as performers, like, yes. you know, you bring someone in, hey, I want to pull off this show. It's not necessarily I'm hiring you to do this. Like, I need to make this show happen. Do you, are you on board? Yes. Like what, what are some of the key factors in a person or even a group of people that you need to like check off the list to know that you can trust them to be a part of your team? Well, you, you, you first, yeah, you make a checklist. For instance, you say, okay, first of all, could this guy commit the time needed? Yeah. People say, yeah, I can do it, but I can't do it. No. Are you able to commit the time needed? And then sometimes you say, hey, this is going to be on a good faith thing. I can't even pay you till afterwards. But if that if they jump on board, then that's a great sign. If they believe it, if they're able to say, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll go with you and I'll stick with it. You know, yeah. Napoleon Hill did that with his book. He didn't get yeah. paid. It took him 20 years to write that book. Yeah. Never got paid, but he believed in it. And that's why he got, he did it, you know. So if you could find commitment to a level that they're going to, Take a risk that's not going to hurt them financially, but they're going to take you know a risk to come with you. High that's a wonderful. Reward, yeah. That's a great person to have on your side, and they're out there. You might have to go through some people. Believe me. Well, it's also dangerous because I feel like I've I mean I've come across these people that I've turned down because of this. Uh, people that are committed and ready to go after it with you, but it's because they have nothing else going on in their life and they're using what you're doing to fill their void. Well, that's taking. You need to have a give and take. The energy has to come from them. Like I said, it's like a, a tennis match. You hit a ball to somebody. If they don't hit it back to you, yeah. the game's over. They have to hit the ball back and forth, back and forth. It's energy. It's excitement. And they don't have to know everything, but if they're no. excited and they're willing to learn, that's good too. Yeah. You know, lots of times you go into a job that you don't know what, you, what to do, but hey, I, I want to do it. Like you, when you do your stuff, like I don't know how to do this editing stuff, but I'm going to learn because I'm excited to learn it. Yeah. If you go to a guy and say, you know what, I'm not 100% sure how to do it, but I'm I'm ready to learn. I'll figure I'm it ready out. To, yeah. you, you know, I, you know what, don't even pay me until I'm ready to roll. Yeah. People are like, really? Yep. You get me to this level you want. Who's not going to hire you for anything? Yeah. I, you know what, I, I want to learn and I, I won't even get paid until you feel I'm deserving of money. Holy cow. Somebody come to me like that? You probably end up paying him anyway. Yeah, but what well, shows trust on their end too? Yeah, it's it's their it's their passion, man. It's pa people come to you if they see the passion in you. They they, they gravitate to you and they they feel it. You don't have to tell them if you love something. Yeah, you you know, oh, I like this. Well, you're saying it, but if you love something, believe me, it, it's gonna happen. And it doesn't matter if they do or don't. If yeah. you love it, you love it anyway. So what you're saying is like the things that you truly love, you don't even have to talk about. They'll be naturally shown. Yeah. Like people I mean, will vibe with that. They'll know. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age, of course, you have to use social media and you have to be seen. But the, the main thing is you're doing what you love mm -hmm. and let people come for the ride if they want to come for the ride. Invite them on, on the cart. You know, yeah. come, come on the train with me if you want. You know, I'm, I'm, the train's going. If you're like gonna this come is with, what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to join me, I, I would love to have you. And if you don't, that's fine too. You know, but I'm going to love it no matter what. That's the key. If you love something, you can't really lose you know, magic, I've done it all my life. So in any art form, like what you do, music, you just yeah. do it, you can sit in your room and play, you're uh, fine. Well, that that's it. Yeah. What else you need? Exactly. People, people would kill for that. 
you know, yeah. go to any office job, go to any, uh, you know, giant building of, of uh, uh, corporate work. These guys are in their desks, and a lot of them guys are, you know, closet musicians, and they were they were hoping to be in a band, and you're doing exactly that. Yeah, they're making a million dollars, but they're hating it. But you're you're doing it's your love every day. Yeah, what would you want? You want to be free. Freedom yeah. is worth a lot. It's worth everything. Of course. Because then in your life, you know, what did I do? I was, well, I worked at a job, made a shitload of money, but I always wanted to do this. It's like the rocking chair test. You know, Terry Robbins talks about that. Do a rocking chair test. 20 years from now, you're sitting in a rocking chair. Or for you, more. Yeah. <laughs> 40 years from now, I'm in a rocking chair. I'm looking back at my life. Let's see what I did. Well, I should have done that. I didn't do that. Mm, I didn't do that. I held back. Wow. Okay. I, I really didn't do much of what I wanted to do. Well. Well, don't wait to you're in a rocking chair. Just do it now. I feel like that's, a, I mean, it's not asking a lot because I, I do what I want to do. I'm, I've been in trouble multiple times because I do what I want to hey, do. That's all right. But uh, I feel like as time goes on, it's becoming more and more scary to do what you want because it's more exposed. I mean, naturally with the you know internet yeah. and everything like that, it's more exposed to go after what you want. But it's also like so many of us young people, like I'm 25. Mm. Yeah. I know kids that are like in the like 18, I can't believe 19. you're 25. First of all, I always look at you like because you're, you're so. Uh, and I'm not gonna say mature. Uh, you're 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 well. You're focused. Don't ever get mature, by the way. I I, I you know what I don't tried. get mature. Don't get mature. Don't I, this is on recording and on camera. I have tried to become don't get mature. mature. Doesn't don't, happen. Don't do it. It's, it's not worth it. Uh, it's not good. But you're so like you're good. I mean, it's it's your upbringing. Obviously, I can see. It's so I always go back to the family. Yeah, yeah. I can tell your upbringing and you have good work ethic. A good work ethic is hard to find. And I see that in you. I see the respect in you. That's the basis. That's the foundation for anything you do. I don't care what you want to do. Yeah. You want to go be a fisherman for the rest of your life and be a professional fisherman in Alaska? That's great. But you have to have the foundation money. of what you have is that, you know, being uh, respectful and responsible and showing up. That's You do that. You're in good shape. I tell my son, I said, yeah. you show up on time, show up early, stay a little bit later, really do what you want to do, but do it well, you'll be fine the rest of your life. Well, see, that's, I mean, one, I appreciate it. Thank you. That's like the nicest compliment ever. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, I didn't mean to compliment you. I'm just giving you an example. It just happens to be a compliment. It's like a bonus. So there you go. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I mean, that's what I was getting at. Cause like, you know, there's kids like that are 18 to 20 right now with the, you know, online marketing, like they're making tons of money youtube this yeah. kid's 11 years old making like 10 million a year just by reviewing toys it's great Unreal. there's markets yeah you know there's markets sure. for people to succeed and that's right. phenomenal right but because there's such a drastic uh side to it, like there's this huge intensity of like you're either making millions or you're not a youtuber right you're either making millions or you're not an instagram model mm. you either you know all like there's all these things and there's there's i feel like the two sides of it are getting farther away from each other. So what that's causing is all of us in the middle that really want to do what we want to do and chase right. after it. The idea of giving up maybe like a career that gives us enough money to pay rent and have $500 to go out and see friends and have dinner. Mm. That's a great, you know, that's great right. at this age to give that up, to not have anything close to that and maybe wait 10 more years to have that, right. to do what I want is absolutely terrifying. Not because I'm going to be alone and lose a lot of these comforts, which I will, but because everyone's going to watch me do that. Well, that's interesting. Accountability could work for you or against you okay so if you reveal to someone your idea well then you're on the hook for it yeah, okay? yeah. that's a good tool though yeah. all right that's a technique to use to say uh oh uh uh you know uh, i just told people this now i gotta show up i gotta do it yeah absolutely well, that's okay that use that to your advantage because you gotta do it anyway 
but you're not doing it to brag or boast. But like I said, if you really love what you do, which is really hard, is really the, it sounds easier than it is. I've been lucky. I've been doing magic since I was six years old. Right? I wouldn't call it lucky. I've never. I, I was. T- I kid you. Not, I was having a conversation with my mom. Sorry, I don't mean to stop you, but yeah. this is important. You need to know this. Okay. I was having a conversation with my mom this morning. I said, yeah. Tony is coming on the podcast today. She's like, Oh, that's great. I love Tony. I was like, Everybody loves Tony. I was like, But I'll say this. I've met a lot of people in my life. A lot of incredibly successful people. Incredibly talented people. I've never met a human being that has worked and works harder than Tony. Well, I don't know. I think there's people that work harder than me. I, I just, I'm happy to be doing what I'm doing. I mean, but that happened uh, because of how hard you. I mean, well, you because just I love this so much. Up. Yeah, because I, what else am I gonna do? <laughs> well, see, you gave yourself that option though. You right. told yourself, "What else am I gonna do?" And that was yeah. it. But I don't see it. Like it, I remember, like getting out of high school, uh, I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll go to college, make my you know, family proud, I'd be the first <laughs> first son to go to college." And I went to night school to kind of feel it out. Like, what the hell am I doing? I hate it. It sucks ass. I'm not gonna. What am I doing? Yeah, I, I love magic. And yeah. I get up and I dream it. I breathe it. I sleep it. I eat it. So if you can't find that, a lot of people don't. You know, having a passion is is, is easy to say. Yeah, find your passion. The passion finds you, really. Yeah. If I look back at my life, I remember as a six-year-old kid, I'm like, I'm not, I didn't say, hey, I'm going to do magic the rest of my life. I'm going to be, you know. No, I'm just loving what I do, and I'm just yeah. lucky that it's a, and a good thing. That, you know. But if you're a good person, and as you get older and as you get smarter, just do good work, and it, that's all you need to do. Just do the best you can do in what you're doing. You know, It's all it matters. It's about you at the end of it all. Who cares what you have or what you acquire? It's like nobody cares, man. When you're dust, you're dust. It's gone. It's over. Who cares? See, that's, that's that's what I keep running into. I, I feel more uh, – some days I feel like everyone's vibing like with that, vibing with that what you just talked about, the idea of like chasing what you want. Who cares how much money you make? Like you know, just right. make enough to live and you know, it'll succeed one way or another. Right. You know, that should be the last thing on your mind sometimes. Right. Um, and then some days I feel like I'm the only person in the room that feels like I believe in an ounce of possibility. Right. You know, of course, it's environment. Like, it's very much who you surround yourself with. I mean, I just read um, Craig Ballantyne. Huge shout out. I love that guy. Nice. I, I don't know if you read any stuff. I heard, I heard of him. A Perfect Day Formula. Yeah. I've read that book like I three times now. And great. I'm not big on the like the motivational books. I'm not sure. big on that. Yeah. I, a buddy of mine gave this book to me two years ago. It took me two years to pick it up, and it was game changer. Game fucking changer. That's great. Good. But uh, he like in that book, he talked about, like, people you're surrounded by and like how important it is because a lot of people have talked about that but yeah. the way he worded it i couldn't tell you exactly but the way he worded right. it just like struck me mm. and i remember the first time i read this book three times mm. first time i read this book mm-hmm. was uh i think about four months ago i think I, I read it for the first time it was like right before i hurt my shoulder right okay i'm about to enter a new stage of my life i can't work out like all this stuff i read this and i, was, and I thought about it for like days i just meditated on this one fucking paragraph about these surroundings mm. and i started thinking about i think this way i believe i can do this i want to do what i want to do i don't you know i really that's that my heart and soul is fucking wants that yeah but then my mind is like no how you have to figure out a way to make money how you have to figure out a way to right. live how you right. have a girlfriend that you want you know right. that you love very much you have friends that you like to hang out with you have family blah 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 like all this stuff like oh wait hold on and i and it, it just kept clashing for days for days for days and i finally realized like you know what i don't have an answer but i need to change my environment and i kid you not i this is going to sound ruthless but i got rid of a lot of people in my life okay just rid of i understand them. that just gone cold turkey i understand and the ones that i kept i maybe see once every two to three weeks sure and i became a loner right right and it literally turned my life around yeah well i wouldn't say it's a loner i think you're you're clearing your environment and your energy levels because people do uh emit their energy onto you it's not i'm trying not trying to sound metaphysical or anything it's just no it's just being around people yeah yeah yeah. it's it's you're part of your environment like you said um so it's okay i i did the same thing uh 
almost two years ago and uh, took a big chunk of something out of my life. But I'm I'm finding people not looking for it, but I, I ran into some some great experiences recently. Just amazing people and being with people and you know people like you or just other people. Just you know that's that's way you should be effortless. You know yeah. You have to work at it and that and that level. That's being, literally what inspired this podcast was the idea of like me wanting to get involved with the creative community. Yeah. Get bring these people together because yeah. that feeling when you vibe with someone when yeah. you dream big and you that passion like you once you're, my favorite thing you ever told me is passion is physical. Yes. And it like this is very much that for me. Like you get to be in that experience as opposed to like hanging out with people that there's nothing wrong with them. Right. But you just don't vibe with them. Right. And like right. you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, right. I like these friends, I like these people, but they have nothing in common and they're not helping me become the best me. Right. And right. it's not that anyone did anything wrong, it's just who you no, are. No, no, I mean, you don't take it as a negative, right? You say, uh, I, I don't want to spend the time right now. It's not good or bad, it's, it's whatever they want to do. Don't judge them, because yeah. then it puts you in a bad place, right? If you start Absolutely. People, now you're doing what they're doing, right? Yeah. But just let them do what they do, and you do what you do. And if it comes together, it comes together. You can't force creativity, you can't force that passion. You can't, it's just going to happen organically. And, you know, you say, how do you stay in the game? That's the big thing, is how do you stay in the game? Well. I remember when I came to LA, I think I told you this last time, I was struggling. I had like 500 bucks left in my account, but I'm not going to stop magic. What can I do to stay in the game that's not going to deter me from the game? Well, I got a job serving food at this building at Brexel, Burnham, and Lampart and Wilshire and Beverly Hills. And it worked because I was there in the morning, got done at two in the afternoon, and I was able to survive and eat. I, I found what I had to do. And then it, yeah. and then I did something else if I had to do it. You know, Whatever it took, I knew that I was going to do. There was no like end in sight. They say burn the bridges behind you to keep always moving forward. That's only going to work if you really love what you do. So it's okay if you have to sidetrack and say, for a moment, I'm going to just do something for money, but this is still on my front of my head. Yeah. My career and my passion is still here, but I need to do this because there is a physical thing. That I need to feed myself and buy gas for my car. That's okay. But keep doing that thing. Don't, you know, mm -hmm. don't give up your passion and what you want. If you do, then you know it wasn't strong passion. Yeah. You know? Uh, but you know, do something. If you have to go get a job or do something it has else, to feed the passion. Yeah, yeah, feed the passion. Don't don't let it take it away. Feed the passion. Yeah. You just, My dad was homeless for for two years on the streets of L.A. when he came to this country, and you know, not far off from being homeless after that. You know, but uh, I mean, his food budget was like a dollar a day or something like My that God. because he spent the rest of his money on. Uh, pastels to wow. on, to, uh, to draw yeah. on cardboard he drew the strippers the hookers wow. the pimps the, all the homeless people all the people that you know the people that sure. were rejects of the society wow. all walked on the street at night wow. and that's what he did he paint he just wow. that's what he spent his money on yeah. ate just enough and i'm like you know what who else that, would do that who else i mean you have to want it that bad you have yeah. to love it that yeah, bad yeah. when my mom discovered my dad and found she found his art behind someone's couch in some shit apartment uh, my dad was sleeping on someone's couch at the time, you know, uh, when she did, when they discovered each other, uh, they, you know, they got together, they started, you know, this and that. She's like, Yuri, I want to put on an art show. This guy, this is, this is the attitude. Like I really try to remember. Cause it's like, you can be successful, but you gotta remember like, this is what you're doing this. Cause you have to, it's mm. who you are. You physically right. have to do this. She says, I want to sell your art. And he says, it's not for sale. Mm. And the whole thing was like, when he was homeless, these were his best friends. You know, he said that, he said, it's the, most, he said yeah. it's the most lonely thing. He's you know he's been I don't mean to get crazy, but he was you know in communist Russia. He was imprisoned. He was you know gone through some crazy shit. Oh yeah. And he said being lonely on the streets was the worst pain in the world. Wow. Nothing compared to that. So these you know selling these paintings, selling this who he was, you know, wow. part of him. Of course, my mom being the incredible salesperson, she's like she's <laughs> she's a champ. Hey, oh my god, that woman. Remember I said teamwork, right? Yeah, Team, literally teaming together. So yeah. and he makes this. He's like, you know what? Fun. She's like, I need to price these. So 
this is like in the 80s and he just like starts dropping all these crazy prices that no one would pay for an unknown artist and he's like no i don't care yeah of course they all sold that he sold out the first show uh, but um but the point was at no point even after being homeless and starving and all this stuff and escaping you know communist all this stuff all he wanted was his art and and there's something to be said about that need because it's not even that we have that choice anymore. Right. Because like you said, once passion finds you, mm. that's it. That's it. That's a great. You either example. spend your life uh, not accepting that and be miserable, right? No matter what you do, or you accept that and deal with what comes with it. Yeah, that's that's an amazing story. I mean, you told me a little bit about what he went through. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, that so people are listening and going well uh, that's not gonna happen to me I'm not gonna have that uh, I just want to do something fun I said, well that's another alternative find something that you love to do that's fun and figure out how to make money with it if you want to or just do it for fun yeah and still have a job get the best of both worlds I have a friend of mine not gonna name names he is he's in the business in the, in the film business and he loves magic and he does a lot of magic and he goes yeah I really want to be a professional magician I said dude check it out hold on a second you got a really good job and you're doing magic. You get the best of both worlds. Yeah. You're not like a slob, like you know, starving magician. But you, you, you're talented. You're doing a, a good. You're not digging ditches. You're like in a cool job. Yeah. But you're doing magic. I said that's cool, man. Enjoy both. I said I enjoy both because he's great at both, yeah. both things. He's really good at both. I said, but you're doing both. That's okay too. You know, look at your life going. I did this. I had a job. I made money, good money. But I was doing magic and having fun. That's fine too. Well, see, like that's that's uh, another thing. The the word passion, the idea of having a passion. I feel like it's it's while it can be this deep, intense, crazy thing, it also like I feel like it needs to be taken a little bit more lightly. Right. In the sense, like passion is something that you're passionate about. Just leave it at that. Yeah. If it's fun and you know that when you wake up, that's what you want right. to do. Right. Then like that's your passion. Passion is the passion of the Christ. There's no yeah. pain involved. You yeah. Know? It's <laughs> not like this like deep, intense right. like. It's like right. you wake yeah. up, you want to do something yeah. more than anything else. Like that's a passion. Right. You can have 10 of those a day. Of course. And if you find a way to do that. And like, and there's a difference. Like say he wants to, you know, if you want to like give up this money to go be a mag magician and suffer when you already have the best of both worlds. Right. You know, just for that example, it's like, what is, it, what is it you really want? Do you want to be remembered as a great magician or do you just want to do magic? And both of them are fine. Do sure. you want to be remembered as a great musician, that a great rock star, mm -hmm. you know, great artist that, you know, released all this great music? Or do you just want to record music and have a life that allows you to do that? Right. Both are great. Both sure. are phenomenal. But I think you have to decide. It's a choice. Because you can't right. wake up one day and be like, I just want to play music and just, that's what I want to get after. And right. then next week decide, you know what? I want to be the most famous pop star in the world. Right. And then the next week change your mind because it got a little hard. Right. No, no, you need to stay on track. That's the, for sure. You have to stay on track. You can't I mean, just keep you know going back and forth. And also, you you look back and you say, uh, "Did I enjoy what I did?" Yeah, that's the bottom line, man. So simple. <laughs> you have to. Did I enjoy what I did? Did I do it just for the money? Was I always fighting to get something? Was I enjoying what I did? Was I a good person? Did I help people along the way? You know, was I offering something or was I always taking? Were you a giver or a taker? Yeah. In your world of life, you know. So the more I feel like I'm giving. I feel it feels good, you know. If something comes back, that's a bonus, you know. Just give give it out there. Like for you, if you have ideas, and you know, give it and send it out. Don't be afraid. It's not going to be accepted by everybody. Just let people hear the ideas, and then people, oh, that's you know what, that's a good idea, man. I'm gonna yeah. boom. But if you don't put it out there, the world is very small. It's okay. Don't be afraid to let yeah. it out. Don't be afraid. Just let it happen. Let it, let, let let the world know what you're doing. And if people come to you that are the right people, you'll know what they are. See, I really agree with that, the idea of like putting it out there and like, you know, one, standing by what you do, mm -hmm. but standing by it because you like it. Yeah. Like you like it. 
Yeah. And uh, like, you know, with the idea of the this immediate response, the moment we put something out there, that's scary. That scares the shit out of everyone. It scares the shit out of me, you know, of getting course. this immediate response because it's right. something we put our heart and soul into. Right. You know, and there's this fear factor that stops us, but like, you also don't have to put it out on social media. You right. also don't have to put it out on right. a platform that gives you immediate you don't. reaction. You don't. You can go like say like say say a song. You can record a song and you don't have to post about it. You can literally just post it on straight to Spotify. Yeah. And there's music on Spotify. You don't have to tell anybody, but right. it's out there. Right. You can tell a few friends. Right. You know how many people I've run into like, oh, I've got like three albums on Spotify. I'm like, yeah. Went on their Instagram page. Would have never known. Yeah. It's okay. If, if, as long as you're enjoying it. It, it, there's different levels. But see, that's what I mean. There's no. That it's, we live in a world where there's no excuse not to put it out. Right. One way or another. There's right. a, there's a place for you to put it out there that's going to be comfortable for you. Yeah. Eventually, if you want to go to the next level, you got to be a little uncomfortable. Right. But I mean, it's just it's such a beautiful place, and I feel like no one really talks about just you know out. This, social media isn't the only thing in the world. No, it's there's the so many outlets. Yeah, there's so many outlets now, even for film and TV and uh, Imagine and Universal. They're all opening up their digital platforms yeah. now. In the old days, you had to sell a show, go to the network executives. Now he's like, you know what? I'm going to put it on YouTube myself. I'm going to yeah. create my own little episodes and I'm going to put it on YouTube. Fine. There yeah. you go. Look at these guys are YouTube sensations. There you go. I just consulted with a, these guys called the, the Try Guys. They're four guys. They do some crazy stuff and uh, they're huge. From YouTube yeah. videos, and now yeah. they're touring. They just they're go, they just left for Australia. I just made some stuff for them. They're in Australia. Magicians? Just, uh, no, no magic at all. Really? They just do funny gags and goofs and pranks, and they just do stuff. They try different things, and but they they they're on YouTube yeah. and they created their own show, and now they're touring. They just got I did a, I think a 10, 12 week tour recently in the United States. Now they're in Australia right now. Wow! But there you go. So put it out there. This is a time now when you could just put it out there, man. Yeah. I mean, really put it out if you want people to see it. Or you know what? Keep it for yourself. Yeah. It's okay. Depends what you want. You have the option of doing either one. There's also understanding though, like you can make any choice you want, but know that every choice has a response, has a consequence, has an you know every you know, action and or whatever cause and effect. Yes. You know, so like if you're gonna just keep it to yourself, like expect to be the only one that appreciates it. Right. But that's okay. If you like, it is. If you do certain things, like I do certain things in my life. Yeah. I don't talk about. But I do for myself. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I mean, I people talk. I talked a little bit about. I did a podcast for a friend of mine uh, a few weeks ago, and I, first time I ever actually talked about it uh, in public, and uh, it was interesting. Uh, like you, I didn't talk about it because I was like, oh, I don't want to be judged. And I, when I talked about it, I was like, holy shit, it opened me up. Like, oh, now I have to be more responsible to, to like, to do even better. Like, really? Now. It's, uh, yeah, because you know, now it's like, oh, cat's out of the bag, and uh, now and ended up actually enhancing my life a little bit more. I told my buddy like, oh, I never talked about it, and now I talked about it. So it's like uh, interesting, you know. It's, now it's out there. It's out there, you know. So it's cool. It's a positive thing, you know, not a negative yeah. thing. Um, so there's different ways to go about it. You know, the key is just don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to other people's timelines. Yeah, man, that'll get you. I mean, there's no, you know what I mean? Look at your family. Look at other people. There's different timelines, you know? There's like, you know, look at the Kardashians. They have their own, they create their own success, which she's like a billionaire now, the young one, uh, Chloe, or not Chloe, or Kylie. I don't know Kylie, yeah. about him, but. I just heard, like, we were at a meeting yesterday for branding for this client, and the brander goes, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Kylie, her name is, I guess, she's a billionaire now, 24 years old. Wow. For what? Nothing. Just being, you know, social media influencer and makeup and this and clothes. Being involved and, with, like, the world that we're constantly exposed yeah. to. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, but that's like one in a million. Like the kid that won Fortnite won a million dollars. Like kids, all of a sudden, I want to be a, I want to be a, be a gamer. Like wait a minute, hold on, hold on. 
it's not a career move now. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't get thousands of kids trying to be. Uh, there will be anyway. There's kids doing it all the time, but but that kid did it because he loved it. Yeah. And he won, and he became that. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like the moment something has a monetary like re- like response. Right. Oh, this is my passion. Right. It's like right, right. right. How was like that? Didn't, right. That didn't really exist. Yeah. Like there was a one-time situation, and now it's become this entire. And don't get me wrong. Like that's how a lot of markets are built. Sure. They like start one from, thing happens, like oh shit, I guess this is something people can do. Boom, boom, boom. Right. But I mean, look at look at the what's it called the the shows like a Voice, American Idol. Like, oh yeah. All, there's like 300 different freaking shows on air now. Everyone wants to be on them, and everyone thinks like oh that's how that's how I'm gonna get exposed. It's like, it's it's one in very few. Like I just came back. I was in Vegas last week. I went to see Matt Franco. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won America's Got Talent, I think, uh, four years ago. Okay. He got his own show in Vegas. Nice. He's a great guy, great magician, really good, but. You know, so are other guys that I know. But he got on that show and won. Mm-hmm. Boom, he's the guy. But that's not like the only way to get what you want. Yeah, that's a and, very rare occasion that yeah. happens. You know, but so don't always look at that. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to an AGT and become famous. No, no, no. Just, just do your own thing and enjoy yourself. And look, if you're if you're well, part of your passion is going on a show and doing that, then go for it. Right. But like, if if not winning that stops you, then. You know, right. Same thing you do with the job. You know, if this job is going to take you away from like actually doing your passion, then it's not the right, exactly. not the right move. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Damn, Tony. Do you like teach classes that we can come to? No, man. I'm still learning myself. You know, you should um, just teach like uh, how to be a, how to be a successful human well, while being that's, an artist. That's all I care about now. <laughs> I mean, it, to me, is uh, when I see my son, you know, raising a son. He's 12. He'll be 13. I see the good and bad in him. That's me. So it scares me. It's like, oh my god! Like, I have to really pay attention. Uh, yeah. Because what I, I'm, I'm, like you said, he's a product of his environment. He is a product of me. I'm like, wow. So I see things right in my eyes that I need to make right that are going to affect him the rest of his life if I don't. That's not good, right? And there's good things too, but also the other stuff. So I'm really being aware of my actions, of what I'm doing, how it affects other people. Yeah, you know, things happen over the years. I, I uh, very directly related to what I, I created, and things happen to people, and you know, good and bad. And I'm like, wow. So what you do really affects other people around you. If you're, you, you got to be aware of that. You know, like it's what you do is really a, tr- a ripple effect to people around you. If you're, if you're doing something negative to somebody, it's, it's a ripple effect. You know, do something positive to somebody, that's a ripple effect too. I prefer to take the positive approach and, and do something nice for people. You know, um, I I try to do that without talking about it. I know yeah. I do a lot of things, and it doesn't matter if people know about it or not. You know, I, I tell people I said, you know what, uh, there's no reason to talk about anybody. Just uh, it's, it's not money. It's sometimes it's doing something or whatever. It's, I don't need the publicity for it. I don't. It yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, it's that's fine. Just let it be. So. A very very close friend of mine, great guy, has been on the show. Uh, I was in the gym. And he came up to me and we were talking one time and he made a comment. He's like, everything you, like, imagine every step, every breath, every word, everything you do in life, imagine you're doing it in the ocean. Mm. Because in water, the slightest twitch of a finger causes a tiny ripple. He's like, but 400 miles that way, yeah. that could be a tsunami of a wave. Yep. He's like, everything has that effect around us. And I would never forgot that because it's like, it's such an important thing to remember. Like, even a nod of the head to the you know person the right way mm-hmm. that could be that ripple effect you know whatever whatever it may be but very much what you were saying so it's a oh yeah it, it makes you aware of what you say and what you do it kind of minimizes what you need to say because most of the time we don't need to say what we're saying most of the time <laughs> it's not necessary 
Uh, so it raises the quality of your consciousness of what's around and what how you're affecting other people. Mm. So it's you, you know, it's about making yourself better. And it's, it's like like art. You're an artist for your own being. If people see it and then they get something from it, that's great. You can't yeah. force it on them. Like, here, you know, here's my music. If you're a musician, here, listen to this music, man. Listen to it. No, I'll listen yeah. to it if I want to. <laughs> yeah. Let me want to listen to it. Yeah, it's it's about you know building that creative yeah. creative community, getting people involved, like helping people feel something that you know you felt when you created this. Hey, the only reason why I came to see you was it about a month or two ago to play. Is like I, a lot of guys ask me. I met some pretty big artists over the years. Yeah, I, I was I was I saw you walk in. I was like, ah, oh, I think I shouted you out in the middle yeah. of the show. Yeah. Actually, I was but, like, it's totally but honestly, I. You know, I get invited to go to things. I don't go, and but I like your person. I like your being, and I came to support that. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, and you talk about your mom. You know, and she went through some uh, 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 challenges health wise. And when you talk to me, that's all I thought about. I don't care about what else you did. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it does matter, but I feel you. first I is there's a there's a certain level of life that's first. It's living and health and health and living, and everything else is secondary. You know, that's so important, though, because yeah. we, we get so intense and so passionate about what we're doing. It be, consumes our life. Like, and I've had this conversation multiple times on the show, off the show, guys my age, guys way older, even kids younger than me. Yes. That person being happy, living a good life, whatever that means to you, mm -hmm. has to be most important. Yeah. You, it, it, you'll never lose your passion because it is your passion. Right. You won't lose that. It'll always be with you. You'll always find a way to do it. And if that's what makes you, you know, a career, then great. But you have to be a happy person because yeah. everything past that without it is un, is not sustainable. Right. Well, yeah, because then just think about it. It's, it's joyfully doing it joyfully is like everything gets better. Like, oh, that's kind of that's metaphysical. That's kind of that's kind of fruity. That's California. No, no, it's not. It's like, do you do better work when you're upset and stressed and pissed or do you be do better work if you're uh in a joyful place your mind is clear you're yeah what's about what, 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 when do you do better work yeah, are you in a better people want to be around you when you're uh, upset and angry and, and stressed or people would rather be around you when you're in joyful state exactly yeah so it's like well that joyful state's better so that has to be real too. You can't do it just to, as an advertisement. Yeah, especially in what in like in any sort, of, especially performance. Yes, you can't fake they, that. No, no, no. They feel it. They feel it now. Especially now, people are in tune to real people, right? In in live performance, yeah. they, they don't care how no. fucking good at acting or right. wherever you are. They can see everybody it. feels it. Yeah, because we're open more to seeing people with uh, you know, even though reality TV is scripted a lot, but you're still seeing people in like environments that are not perfect. Mm -hmm. Like back in the day when Copperfield was doing his specials and his hair blowing and the smoke and the yeah. perfect, you know, that's just beautiful for what it is. But now people see people behind the scenes. So if you start becoming this like on stage in a live show and you're like, yeah. well, that's bullshit. They call bullshit on you. Just be real and people will dig it. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, I'm, uh, even now, I mean, I'm 53 years old, so I'm still learning. So, uh, I'm trying to implement more real stuff in my act, uh, or my performances that I don't have to think. I want it to be me for real. Yeah. Because when I leave, I'm going to have fun. If you like it, that's fine. Yeah, there's nothing better than walking away from a stage knowing that you had a great time. Yeah. And that guaranteed 9.5 9 times out of 10, if that's even possible in this right. situation, that'll be your best show. No doubt. Again, same thing. Would you rather see somebody on stage that's stressful and uh, angry and, and worrying, and or you want to see somebody that's uh, uh, on stage that's joyful and 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 fun? Same thing. It's just yeah. like what, pick one. What, what do you want to be there or there? 
simple answer. It doesn't have to be staged, like any sort of interaction. No, in a any job, sort of in your home life, yeah. in the gym, at the grocery store. I mean, I've had situations like calling people, like at this letter from uh, the state that said I didn't, oh, I didn't file this statement of information. I said, oh, shoot, I, you know, my, the girl that's supposed to send it to me that does the paperwork, she forgot. They had a death in the company. And I was like, oh, my God, I got a $250 fine for not paying this $25 thing. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, okay. Right. Let me call her up. I'm going to be nice. I didn't know what happened. I was like, I didn't know. I said, I'm going to just do the best I can not to lay down some negative energy. I called her. Yes, we're restructuring. The owner of the company died. Boom. I said, oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. If I was pissed like an idiot, yeah, what's up? You missed, you forgot to send me this paperwork and now it's your fault. You're paying for the money. I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I said, how do we resolve it the quickest way possible? She says, first of all, go online. Okay. I paid it $25. She goes, you know what? I'm going to, you pay it. Send us a letter with the receipt. We're going to try to get you your money back because it's our fault. I said, okay, thanks. I hang up. I said, you know what? I don't want them to pay. I'm going to call the state myself. I call him. I said, is there any way to get this done? She goes, yeah, you could ask for a waiver. Yeah. I said, okay. I call. I wrote a letter. Boom. I got the waiver. I saved $250. I saved her. I wrote her a nice letter. I sent her a letter. said, hey, I did it for you. You guys are going through stress already. I don't want to add more to your plate. I kind of got pissed. Like, that was your fault. You didn't notify me. I pay you to do that. You're paying the money. What's the ripple effect of that, you know? Right. Exactly. So now I know that, hey, I, it got resolved, and, and I didn't put any stress on their lives. And it would have been so much more stressful if I did it the other way around. But, I mean, stressful for you as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It would have hurt you. So, like, and that's the other thing. Like, I feel like that's a huge part of kindness. We talk about giving kindness and taking, you know, a better approach. And it's not about – well, not – necessarily not about but it's not fully about the other people it's not right. about the people receiving you right it's about you being able to walk away from the situation mm -hmm. and still be authentic and still be you and still go after what is actually important yes getting angry throwing punches screaming yelling it's natural it happens it's right. okay yep. get frustrated get out of it but Quick, if don't. you have the ability to make a choice if you even have time to think about making a choice like you need to make that kindness not because a person deserves it not because you know if for any reason other than the fact that so you can walk away and continue along with what you truly believe in. That's right. That's true. And it's also there's a physical element to it. There's like, you know, it's been proven chemi chemically in your body. When you have negativity, negative thoughts, negative energy and stress, it's a toxic to yourself. Mm -hmm. Literally, there's toxic, there's, there's blood cells that react to the negativity. It's a, it's a fear or, a, a, you know, when you, it, it, your body just tenses up and the heart rate changes and the blood level and the blood flows and... That's physically really bad for your body. That's what I say. Lifting the guys that lift weights, like teenagers, like oh, I lifted because I'm angry. I'm like, well, you're not getting anywhere. You're hurting yourself. You're exactly. not going to put on any muscle. You're not right. going to get in better shape. Right. You go. I mean, I I won't go to the gym anymore if I'm angry or upset. I will not step foot in the gym. Right. Because it one, it's going to exacerbate the situation mentally. Right. Two, it's going to hurt. You know, all the work I've already you know put in. Sure. And three, I'm going to walk away so bad. Right, so you're you're, en you're enhancing that negative energy. You don't want that. Yeah. When you go and you're feeling fucking positive yeah. and great, you feel good. I mean, that workout. You're, right. it's, it's not even a workout. Right. It's this like uplifting meditation. Yeah. that's so physical. You know, it's. But that's the beauty of it. And then and you meet people like if you were a dick, and a hard ass, I would never have met you in the first place. Yeah, I'm a social I even, butterfly. I can't, I, I can't remember how I, I met you in the first place. I think I came over to you. You smiled at me. I said, "Hey, dude, you're huge." Or something. I don't know. I, I, I was like complimenting people that are in good shape because you know, I do the same thing back in the day. You know, I was like, "Oh, I remember those days." You know, when I was big and it was fun. You know, so I know how nice it is to get com genuinely complimented. And then you start talking to me like, "Oh, this kid's this guy's cool, man. It's a nice guy." I'm a social butterfly. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> that's good. I love it. Hey, that's, that's what my thing. life is about. It's like, again, do you want to be that stressful negative person or do you want to be that joyful person? Yeah. That's it. And it's about you, not about them. 
That's yeah. what I'm learning. I'm still learning it every day. I'm trying to learn it for myself. You know, you want to learn something, they say write a book about it, you know. So I'm really trying to wow. work on a book just to write for my son. And it may never get published, but it's not about that. It's like I want to research and comp and pay attention to what I'm doing more so I know I'm doing the right thing. Wow, you're writing it to you. What a fucking... But it has nothing to do with publishing at all. No, it, I mean, it, the idea of, like, I want to write a book about this because I want to be better at it so yes. give to my son. Like, yep. that entire, yep. like, sentence, train of thought is right. just, that's going to produce not, something beautiful. And that's not the book I'm going to give him. It's the example. Yeah. The book is paper. Yeah. For me, it's just the keeping me conscious of it. When you write stuff down and you're on a trail, like, and you're working a song, right? You're always thinking about that song. Okay, and there's music, and there's the changes and the arrangement. So you, if you're not writing a song, you're not going to think about it. Well, if I'm on this journey, I, I want to keep conscious of it as much as possible. That's a great fucking tactic. Yeah. yeah. Write about it. Yeah, write it. Write about it. Keep it's almost it like yourself. narrating your own life. So you, it's like having an uh, extremely personal mirror that's yeah. not about looks. Yeah. Wow. I have a whole book. I'll, next time, maybe if we could ever get together, I'll bring my little diary. Not a diary, just thoughts and um, things that I, I, I and things that I experienced uh, I wrote just little things wow. like here's what I experienced today I experienced uh, you know da, 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 some personal stuff some other stuff and just just experiences so how do you apply that though like you know say you write down one day like do you go back and reread yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. all right today I'm gonna I have to change that yeah I read sometimes I go oh my god I, I remember reading writing that I have stuff from like a year and a half ago that I wrote in there oh my god and some poems I've written a lot of poems since then too oh yeah uh but I don't remember writing it yeah. in that space. I don't remember like, oh, my God. It's like, I didn't know I could write that. You know, it's like it was just it rolls, it flows, like, you know, the energy. and It was very in that moment. Yeah, the peace and the harmony being in harmony in harmony with the earth and the energies and different things. And some so is beautiful not, art so, comes from, man. Yeah. Right there, that, that moment. Yeah. I mean, I've written songs. I mean, I guarantee every musician's written songs. They look back like, wow, that was a great song. How the fuck did I do that? Yep, yep, <laughs> you know? yep. That's a great, that's a, you're taking yourself to a higher level of consciousness when you do that. Yeah. You're connecting with different levels that you don't normally con connect with because you're so distracted yeah. by all the other stuff. Absolutely. You don't, that's what I mean. That's You say get rid of people in your life. You're not getting rid of the people in your life. You're eliminating the energies that are distracting you. That's what you're really doing. Yeah, and it's, it's, that's what it is. The worst the energies. The worst part about that is it's so hard to know, mm -hmm. be aware of that. Like the skill of being aware of those distractions is a really hard learn hard learned skill. But it is, but also you have to have courage to do it. Like if it affects you, like my decisions were affecting me uh, financially that I had to make. Yeah. That's a big decision. To, yeah. You have to have a, a courage to do that or a friend that you had for a long time. and. But you yeah. know, you don't do it negatively. You just, just kind of float away. You know, that's why I say you don't have to pull away. You just float away, and you know, people call me, "Hey, man, you want to go out, go and party?" Like, nah. Before you know it, they realize that you're not that guy. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to announce it. Hey, okay, you're out of my life. That was a very big thing in the studio. You know, growing up as a teenager, having a recording studio that you know you worked in. It, right. I, mean, I fucking partied in here. You yeah, know, sure. whether it was girls or friends yeah. or alcohol. It's okay. Or, you know, we used to party like crazy in here. Yeah. And I used to call it a studio. And then one day I woke up and I was like, I like to do some stuff. Yeah. And about six month period of just like having the friends over and you know, still having girls over sure. and having, trying to have sure. the studio thing. Like it just, it, like there was never a actual purpose. I never felt like I was actually, so I kept and it started to eat at me to the point where I snapped. I mm. literally snapped and said, I can't do this anymore. I came in here. I emptied this place out. I scrubbed out the fucking, nice. I had to start a cleaning ah, and literally just literally. a whole new set of rules. And sure enough, people kept coming over like, Oh, can I come over? And I was like, no, right. Oh, don't put that down. Do you, we're not going in the studio. What? I used to smoke hookah. 
Yeah. Like 10 years I smoked hookah. We'd smoke hookah. There's hookah tobacco everywhere all the time. Sure. Ash, charcoal. Right. Stop. It was like, oh, you got rid of your hookah? What? Right. People stop coming over. That's right. People stop calling me. It fixes itself. It fixes itself. It really does. Because yeah. a lot of times, it's, I mean, as much as a person can be a distraction, it's what are you doing in your life that's attracting this person? Right. Is it you or is right. it something that you have or do that want that they want? Right. So you remove the bad habits. A lot that's, of the bad people will go with them. It's smart. I mean, when you go through those stages, it's fine. You're young. It's I, okay. fucking, I don't regret it. I yeah, loved it. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> you go through it. You know what? You, you have to have some little obstacles and failures to appreciate. You need darkness to see the light, right? Yeah. If it's not dark, you don't appreciate the light. Nobody would give a shit about the sun coming up every day or, or burning every day. I'm not saying coming up. It's, <laughs> there. it's, it's always there. <laughs> Nobody would ever appreciate it if we didn't have darkness. Yeah. Oh, there's the sun. I mean, they still don't. I have that conversation all the time. Nobody ever thinks about the sun. Like, holy cow, that sun's out there and it's like miles away and it's keeping us warm at the exact temperature. <laughs> nobody ever, th nobody talks about it. <laughs> They're worried about Trump like and all that bullshit. It's like, no, no, we're living there's a, and there's nobody's a fireball. Yeah, it's a fireball, <laughs> you know, thousands of miles away and at the perfect temperature, nobody talks about it. It's yeah. a freaking miracle. Come on. Yeah, you know, it's weird. Really. It's weird. People are like, you know, <laughs> There's miracles around. There's miracles around us, you know. Yeah. Peter Holmes, a great comedian, he wrote a book called uh, Comedy Sex God. He talks about Ram Dass, and even in his show, he talks about we're on a planet, we're on a rock, a fucking rock floating yeah. around. Nobody talks about it. How come nobody's talking about we're on a rock? We're on this rock, and we're floating in orbit with other planets around us. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. It's, we're all floating. Yeah. Nobody says anything. It's like, well, it's true because we're so consumed with all the other little stuff. Yeah. That distracts us, you know. It's okay to do stuff, but don't lose sight of what the real deal is. Like, I always tell people, who's, uh, you're, are you breathing right now? You're breathing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing that? <laughs> you just do it. No, no. But how, though? How, tell me exactly how you're breathing. Like the scientific and No, no. But why are you breathing without even, th who, are you, are you doing it yourself? Yeah. You are? About, are you thinking about it? How many times a day do you think about breathing? Okay, how about your heart? Your heart, is your heart pumping right now? Yeah. How do you, how do you make your heart pump? just does no but how i mean do you I'm, think about it how often do you think about your heart beating to make it beat you never do yeah it's fucking happening it's the universal energy is doing it it's just yeah your body you're but built nobody, that way yeah but nobody's thinking about it it's a miracle that it's happening this this most sophisticated machine which is our human being human body is happening but nobody's talking about it all you can do is screw it up by throwing shit in there that doesn't need but it's an energy that nobody talks about yeah oh you're breathing well why well, there's oxygen. That's all bullshit. That's science. But why are you breathing? There's an energy that we can't pinpoint, that we can't create. Yeah. That's in our bodies that we're ignoring. It's an amazing energy. It's keeping our everything going. Blood flow, heart flow, lung What's flow. What's the idea of like, you know, being aware of like these things, you know, whether it's the body, whether it's the sun or whether it's, you know, whatever it is, you know, these bigger ideas. Yeah. They're so, they're, it's, it's just there. Like we have to learn to accept them, but we can't appreciate them even if we accept them unless we become aware of ourselves. Exactly. You have to shut down everything around you. That's why yoga, meditation is good because it, if you do like a old style meditation in yoga from like uh, a very, uh, uh, you know, antique or uh, ancient styles, you think about back in the day when that was created, there was nothing to do. Yeah. There was no TV, there was nothing. They honored the earth, the, the, the sun and the planets and they were really in tune with their bodies connecting yeah. to the earth because all they had was them and the earth. Just imagine that, that's yeah. all you have. So you go, okay, I understand why it feels right when you do it right, you know, when you're getting into this world. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, yeah. I think we talked about this, you know, some you know, people in your family and stuff doing the yoga and stuff, but it, there is a, a connection with the earth. Oh, 100%. And there's no better, there's nothing more powerful than that. People were just thinking about their- There's nothing their, more powerful we're going to get close to. 
no. than a freaking giant floating rock. Like, right. come on. Yeah, Pete Holmes, That produces man. all this light. I you love know? it. It's spinning at the right temperature. It's got its own cover so we don't get burned by the sun. It's, you know, it's water. It's too perfect for yeah. crying out loud. Like, what the fuck? Shut up with your bullshit problems and just eat and breathe and be nice to people. That's it. Simplify. Yeah, simplify. Exactly that. yeah, simplify. I love that. Simplify. That's hilarious. But yeah, I mean that's 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 another level. But that keeps you that keeps you honed in. That's good to think about when you think, oh man, this is not going right. But hey, you know what? You're breathing, you're living, you're doing good. You know, there's people that are not doing that. So don't you know? I, believe me, being an artist is tough, as you know. You see guys struggling. Well, there's all that we talked about, like being joyful about something, be happy and be passionate. Like that's that's the finished product for sure, and you can find most of that. But like, I, I think it's important to. I mean, as you well know, but anybody listening, like, at no point is this, e- is this easy. No. At no point do you just wake up and, nope. I'm joyful. No, I'm happy now. No, I get no. it now. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. It takes time to develop into it. And you know? work. And yeah. work over that time. Like, you ha- like you can go fucking five years of doing the same thing and not get anywhere with it. Right. And you could realize one day, like, oh, it's because I haven't been doing this one thing. Right. And then you got to start from square one. Right. And about 99% of people are going to walk away at that point. Yes, it's it, it, there's no timeline for people to become really know themselves. There's no timeline for that either, like anything else. There's no but, end point to it either. No, no. But it, you know what, though? It takes a split second to happen, though. Yeah. You could think about it for five years. You could work on it for five years, 10 years, 20 years. But the moment you actually commit and it, do it, that split second, you're in. That's yeah. all it took. All the other stuff was just, just getting to it. Yeah, think about it. It's a split choice decision. Split. It's second. not even about the result. It's about having that experience. Just being getting it. to that moment where, like, you yeah. literally cross that threshold where it's like, oh, yep, okay, yeah, now let's do it. Right, just being it, and that works. I mean, doing it in that. If I was able to do that in a younger, when I was younger, and I knew better what I was doing, I was in a Tony Robbins, you know, Napoleon Hill, and that was all great, but I didn't know myself. I was taking care of all the outside stuff, and I wasn't really taking care of myself. If I was taking care of myself and being more joyful in what I did, I think things would have been expounded even more in, and, and, and and flourished even more so. Hmm. Or maybe I would have been not even in the career, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I maybe went off to a different uh, area. I mean, I still do magic. I don't think it's, it's not my whole world like it used to be. Yeah. It's something I do that I love to do, but it's not really me. You know, I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. I enjoy it, but I could walk away and not do it if I have to. I could be happy with it or without it. That's the key. Is if you it's grab... a huge question to answer. Can you be happy without it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have to because it's not going to always be there. You know, you got to get older. You got to change something. You know, that happens, whatever. God forbid, whatever. But if you are happy with your core, then you could have more fun with it because it's fun. More, It's looser. You know, like you said before, don't make the passion so dramatic and so intense. Exactly. But if you're fun with it, What's better to hang out and do stuff with somebody that's fun? And what do you think is going to happen? You know, look at the kids. They have, oh, they have a great time because they're not thinking. They're having fun. They're enjoying themselves. If you do the same thing in your life and be joyful, you know, as kids, we're joyful. As we get older, we have to work at being joyful. We lose it. God damn it. Right? Isn't that, isn't that just the craziest fucking thing? Though? Yeah, we lose it because we get piled on with all people's, uh, oh, you got to do this, uh, their belief systems, their expectations, uh, put is responsibilities get, on you. Is it that getting like, because we still have it as kids, I think it's we f- somehow start to listen. We start to believe that shit. Yes, that's it, buddy. You know, like every, you know, when someone says Liz, something. Believing it. Well, when someone says something to you and like, or I've heard, you know, someone like shares a belief or something like that. And I'm like, all right, well, why do you say that? 
and like, oh, it's it's how I feel. I'm like, is it how yep. you feel, or do you, is yep. it something that you say because someone told you one day and you chose to believe them the same way right. that they heard it from someone and chose to believe it? Right. It's like no one is ever gonna be right. Right. Like you get to choose. Yeah. Just remember that all those people, something, anything that's been consistent in the history of our human species that's been considered like right is just because enough people believed it. That's right. That's right. It has that's nothing fine. to do with yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's not bad, I mean, if it's stupid, it's, it's, it gets you in a bad position. Uh, but if but you like, go- at what point did you decide to start believing all this crap? Right. And let and let it affect who you are. Yes, that's the problem. It's, it's, it's a brainwashing. That's all it is. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I was a Catholic, right? Oh, my yeah. God, they brainwash you to death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're born with sin. Uh, you do this. You, wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Let's look at Jesus. Let's look at the main man here. What did he do? He was cool. He quiet. loved everybody. He yeah. loved everybody and just lived by example. He didn't build any churches. He didn't ask for any money. All this yeah. stuff that we created on top of it, you know, the Sistine Chapel. He would probably, you know, want to get that demolished if he ever saw that kind of stuff. Paint something else on there. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, don't, 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 you know. But that's the problem. It, it, all these people add stuff on, and people believe it. You know, that's the and that's what happens. Kids are like, yay, and then all of a sudden, oh really? Oh yeah, really? They shrink and shrink. Because enough shrink, people shrink, will tell them that what they're feeling is not an actuality. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're just being fooled by yourself. And then we get to, a, you know, get to our mid-20s, you know, me at my 20s. Like, I'm like, all right, well, now I have to try to fight, fend off my all my, like, foundation years, all the years of learning. Because that what I felt originally is still what I'm feeling. And it really wants to come out. I'm tired of it, you know, not being there. Like, that's right. a real thing. It wasn't just something fake. It wasn't just some pipe dream. It wasn't just this thing that everyone told me was impossible and I had to get over. Right. Like, it's there. Right. And that's what, you know, that's that's the biggest like, fear of denying yourself a passion, desi- denying yourself the things. Forget passion. Things that you like. Yeah. Like, it's not going it's not going to go away. No. It doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. It takes work and really be conscious of it. And, and you can't worry about what people think either. You know, like, oh, well, uh, you're going to baptize your kid or you're going to do this. Everybody, it's like you're putting stuff on you all the time. Are you a Democrat or you're a Republican or yeah. a Catholic or what religion are you? Oh, my God, there's so many religions. It's like, who cares, man? Just like, be a do good you. Per- live the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Going to agree more. And in yoga, it talks about means yoga is not being twisted into pretzel positions. Yoga is unifying with the universe. If you're yeah. unified with everybody, do I have to tell you not to litter? Do I have to tell you not to hurt somebody? If we're all one, yeah. you don't have to talk about it. If you're yeah. uni- like, uh, we're all together in this. That solves well, like, all the it's issues. Like, it's like the idea of like the moment you bring up the idea of something being better or like the positive, like it implies the negative. Exactly. So like we're out here like trying like, oh, be better, be this. Like, oh, we can get here. It's like, well, it's implying that we, we're not there. It's like stop talking about it so much and just be it. Be it, be an example of it. Yeah. You know. Lead by example, right? Exactly. That's true. That's Who right. would have thought that plays such a big role in being a creative person, right? I think it frees you up. I mean, now I think clearly I do more work in less time without thinking as much. Well, wow. Because most of our thinking is, thinking is worthless. <laughs> it's rehashing stuff that we already heard, like you said. Mm-hmm. But the thinking process is really worthless most of the time. Unless you just are totally clear-minded and could think and do it exactly. Like, I'll go in, I'll do a bunch of stuff. Like, oh, my God, I did it in like an hour. And not rushing it, but my clearly thinking, undistracted, that's how you work. Because most of the time, we're wasting our own time thinking yeah. of stupid stuff or negative stuff or distracting stuff. Scenarios that aren't yeah. even real. Like in the morning, you know, I do my ritual in the morning, and sometimes I'm like, oh, do I have time? Of course I have time. If I don't do it, I'm going to waste more time because my body's going to be revved higher. My mind's going to be revved higher. It'll be more distracted. But if I could clear my mind and start clear slate on a day, 
I could look at stuff clearly and I'll get flashes of stuff happening and I get up and I write it and I do it and it's better quality than I would have had yeah. before. It saves time. It really does save time if you're clear-minded and, and you're present in the moment. It's very important. And you, you don't have to, you can do it any way you want. There's so much uh, supporting information out there about it. You know? Yeah. Like Artoli, there's Muji, there's so many guys on the internet. You know, find something that works for you and, and just use it as a tool to keep you on track. Yeah. That's all. There's, there's, like you said, now with the internet and, and social media, there's so many ways you could use tools of, of, of getting yourself to a place to be more present and more joyful, you know? Absolutely. And uh, yeah. that's key, you know, that's very key. Uh, and people try all different things. That's why people go to bars, that's why people take drugs, that's why people smoke hash or pot or whatever, you know? To numb their mind, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you do it here and there, it's fine, but if you're doing it constantly, if that's your only way to live, that, uh, they're, they're trying to stop their mind. Yeah, that's what they're, everybody's doing. Well, then they say that they're going to open up their mind. Like I'm sure your mind is exposed to different things, but and I'm not saying don't go out and do drugs or don't you know go out and try all the psychedelics. Everyone says right. it's open up and change your life. Like great, yeah. I'm not. I I I haven't, reached, I haven't reached a place to do that yet. Right. Um, if I'm going to do that, but my whole thing is like, before you even consider opening your mind, make sure you understand it. Right. Make yes. sure you understand right. your own mind before right. you let it loose. It's be aware true. of who you are. Yes. Be aware of what you want uh -huh. and what you love. And then if you want to go do something and to mess with your mind, go for it. Right. Because it's, I mean, you'll know who you are in the first place. That's true. Ram Das, uh, he was a, uh, a devotee of uh, Maharishi, very big uh, guru back in the 70s. And uh, he took the psychedelics and did a study on it, on it and uh, at Harvard and he got fired for it. But he said it opened his mind and it put him two dimensions that he never expected and so showed him how unified he was with the earth. Yeah. But he, you know, later in life, he says, you know, you don't really need that, though. Um, just know that it's it's true. You don't have to, you know, do it. Uh, drugs are not the only way to do it. You know, you don't have to do it with drugs because that only is a short-term uh, time, you know, the span of it happening. But just, you know, just really being unified with things around you. And like you said, it's a ripple effect. Why yeah. is it a ripple effect? Because we're all connected. Yeah. If you don't, you know, if you're not connected, nobody, it wouldn't affect anybody, but it does. We're all connected in some way or another, you know. And it's funny, the analogy that I use sometimes is like for me to get honed in in the morning and, and get, do my ritual in the morning, it's like being in the ocean that's wavy and rough waves. I'm gonna, I have to anchor myself to see my root of that day. If I'm floating around with everybody else and that waves and I'm popping around, I, I, where wow. am I looking? Where am I looking? But I, for me, it's an anchor. It literally anchors me so I can see clearly the path. And you mind me asking what your ritual is? Uh, yeah, I do yoga and meditation in the morning. Uh, like I said, it's a very uh, old style, ancient style of yoga. But there's so many different styles out there. This, yeah. is, this is, again, more focused on unifying yourself with the uh, energies of the body and the, and the universe. That's what it's for. Yeah. Uh, so I, I started doing it a couple of years ago. And uh, it's just some physical stuff. And then there's some mantra stuff. And then there's some uh, mental uh, just uh, meditation stuff. It's all mixed together. And it's about 45 minutes roughly over time. But that sets you straight. But that's an, literally an anchor yeah. And now I go, oh, I can see now. Everything's still moving, but I'm not. Yeah. There it's moving. You're not going to control it, right? People are crazy. People are doing this. People are doing that. Okay, I see it, but I can navigate now. I see the rocks. I see that guy. I'm gonna, I can navigate and just go. And it, that's what it does. It's, it it really, literally anchors you down. It's a great anchor, you know. Actually, I, I wrote a poem out. I'll bring it next time. Please do, About yeah. uh, how it anchors me and stuff like that. Because people always ask me, what does it do? What does it do, you know? And I, and I wrote a poem. And yeah, I never was a poet, really, but... I wrote it. 
Hey man, I've been meditating since I was 17. It's mm. even earlier than that. Oh my kids, like 15, 16 years old and meditating. And yeah, I, I mean, I get it. This is like an understanding to it. Like, well, I like your analogy though in the ocean. Cause it's like, it's not that you're trying to stop the ocean from moving. No, no, you can It's not that you're trying to, you know, mm-hmm. figure it out. You're still moving with the flow. You can't change that, but you know where you are. Yes. You know what your goal is and you know how to you know, make little slight changes here and there. Yeah. And that's the awareness. Yes. That's all that is. That's mm-hmm. being aware, you know, knowing your mind, knowing your person. That's uh, I like yeah. that analogy a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a that. good visual for people to think about. Go, yeah, you're in the ocean. And uh, I thought about that. I went to Catalina to a friend of mine's house uh, over about a few weeks ago. And I, I was thinking about that. I was like, we're in the water. And I see the boats docked at the docks there. And I see that water was rough one day and people are moving and things, but there's one boat sitting there in stocked. It's, it's, it's anchored, I mean, anchored in the middle of water. It's moving a little bit, but I'm like, oh, if I was in that boat, I could still see everything, but not get affected by it. Yeah. That's the key. Wow. That's the key. I love that. Yeah. I fucking love that, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just little tools we keep in our heads to keep us on track. Rock and roll, man. You know, it's like the speed bumps. You know, those, you know. I always say like uh, those, the little bumps on the sides of the roads, you know, in the lanes that keep you in the lane. If you go off into the lane a little bit, you hear blah, 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 blah. You bring back. So that's what it's for. It gets it gets you back. You know, don't be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. You know, when nobody's going to be perfect, you know, just you off a little bit. Boom. Come on back. Yeah. You know, take a bump or two and you're back. That's the key, you know, because listen, in this business, I remember being down for a long time, you know, out, like, you know, anxiety, depression, sometimes just, oh my God, it's killing me, this business, you know, for for weeks and weeks, like, that's not good, you yeah. know, but now it's like, oh, I got a little obstacle, uh, boop, 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 I'm back. You kind of had the experience to know that, like, this is going to end, like, yeah. this will come, I'll come out of this. Right, 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 yeah. I feel like that's a big thing, because, like, you know it's one thing to have experience and nothing to learn from experience. Yes. And they say intelligence is the ability to learn from someone else's experience. So you don't have to mm. do it yourself. Not like that. Um, but it's like the idea of uh, Napoleon Hill actually talks about this in outwitting the devil. I don't know if you've read that one. No, oh, I heard of it. I haven't read it. I see. Actually, I haven't read think and grow rich. Mm. I read outwitting, oh. outwitting the devil. Oh, okay. Um, I want to do think and grow rich next. It's amazing. But, um, he talks about faith and fear and like faith is actually, only thing that matters is faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to have faith. The only freedom you can attain is faith in yourself because no one else is going to have faith in you because it's not possible. Like you have to have faith in yourself. You have to be able to say no matter what, like I know who I am. I'm going to make this, take this leap of faith. Like I'm going to go through three years of a hard time, right. but I have faith in myself. So I'm still going to push. I'm not going to stop magic. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop music. Right. I'm not like, there's a, there's this faith factor that he talks about within yourself that Keeps you on track. It, well, it not only does it keep you on track, but it, it literally allows the freedom necessary to achieve what you want because mm-hmm. it is necessary. Yeah, yeah. It blew my fucking mind. I was like, right. damn. Yeah, you can't you can't run from adversity. That's that's part of life. I mean, things happen and the obstacles happen, and and you will lose people and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all material things are very impermanent. That's why yeah. if you latch on to permanent th- permanent things, you're uh, impermanent things and and material things. It's it's painful. Yeah, it's painful and scary, and we know we're not going to keep it, right? Yeah, like, but that's why people are scared. Like you know, I know people are very wealthy. They're like, uh, oh my god, uh, uh, you know, uh, stress. Uh, yeah, I'm going to lose that. Or, uh, you you are going to lose it. I hate to tell you that, but you're going to be dirt, you know, down the road. So don't <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. You know, it's, it's it'll all take care of itself, my friend. Oh goddamn, have I fun, have fun. You know, Hell enjoy. Yeah. It. But again, do it joyfully and let it happen. Enjoy it as it's happening because all we have is right now right yeah. well, I'm talking to you I'm not doing anything else I'm here this is it baby this is yeah. how good this is it how much better could it get I mean 
This is it. We're just yeah. here. We're breathing. We're, we're, we're talking, and we're alive and free. And how much better when the Earth is spinning at the right speed, and we're not getting crushed by gravity, and the Earth's not. You, know, uh, you could name millions of things that are so good, but people tend to pick the one or two things that are minute things that are troubling them. And spirals. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. But you know what? I, I learned that. You know, slowly I'm learning it. You know, and I, I talk about it only to remind myself. You know, that's the thing. It's like it's okay to get frustrated. It's okay to have those spirals. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. You'll get it. Nobody's perfect. You know. Yeah. But just you know, I, I say don't believe in anything that you hear or do. Be it. Take the yeah. first part of it. Leave the leave out. Yeah. Leave out. Be only. Be leave. Yeah. Leave is out. Be. Do you? What do you believe in, man? What do you believe in? I said, I, I, I'm just being in it. Yeah. Don't life. believe in it because you believe in it. You don't go. You don't know it. You, you if you believe something, you don't know it. You mean believe it higher it. than yourself, right? Like, yeah. oh, I believe in uh, this uh, belief. Like, no, but you don't know it. That's why you're believing it. But be it, and now you're really it. So be. It. That's a big thing for for any sort of like creative or any career. Yeah. Like, don't talk about how. I mean, it's okay to talk about it. Like, talk about it. you don't have a dream. This stuff. Yeah. But don't sit there every day and talk about what you're doing and what you're gonna do. Like. Right. Just do it. Just do it. Don't talk about it. Just do it. Right. And when it's time to show someone, right. talk about it. Hey, yeah. don't push it. Just talk about it. That's right. And yeah, a lot of marketing professionals, a lot of this person will tell you like, oh, that's not a good way to do it. But you know what? I guarantee you will have stronger foundation and you will get somewhere better. Yeah. I mean, it, it, committing publicly is one thing, right? Or p committing it to yourself is even more important. Like I remember Zig Ziglar, yeah. Zig Ziglar wrote a book years ago and he talks about this in one of his lectures and I love Zig Ziglar he's very funny and he's great great insights he says I wrote a book and I wrote the book that I was 185 strapping good shape but I wasn't I was 250 pounds out of shape I couldn't even run half a block but he wrote that he was in shape now he goes I have to live to that but nobody saw the book until he published it and he was that guy wow so he committed himself to the image, you know, imagine it first, yeah, you know. that's fucking wild. Napoleon Hill, you know, conceive, believe, achieve, right? That's wild. So he wrote that book, and he didn't say it to the world, I'm going to do this. No, no, he wrote it, but he goes, uh-oh. That was for himself. That was for himself. That's for that's what I'm talking about. That's where it really works, when you do it for yourself. People say you have to be selfish. That's the kind of selfish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's for your It'll own. Be a dick, but. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's for your own. Uh, Awareness, just, just to keep it. Like we said, you write stuff down uh, on a daily basis for yourself. You know, hey, hey, everybody, check this out. You know, I'm doing that. No, no, I'm, I'm just doing it for myself. Yeah, that's really the key. You know, that's the key. And you know what? We're talking now. Maybe people listen to it, and if some one person gets something out of this and it helps them, that's wonderful. Yeah, I can say I got, I got, I got all the stuff out of this. Are you kidding? Well, this is an education for me. Well, yeah. If if you could do that every day or something like that. Uh, giving something and uh, every day it doesn't have to be money it could be it doesn't have to be but if you're giving something of yourself to somebody every day imagine if everybody did that by if choice everybody though. did it yeah by choice not yeah. because you have to not no, no. because it's I just love it you, and you know? then yeah it, you know what it's going to go into somebody and say man you look good in that suit or that looks great and thank you for helping me today you know you're yeah. great you know and just writing a nice note. Hey, buddy, that was awesome. I appreciate that. You know, yeah. you, you were awesome. That was great service and sincere. You can't bullshit, right? Make it yeah. real. That's that's great. Do that. If everybody did that to one person or something or a being of some kind every day, this, this world would be totally. Oh hell yeah. Uh, totally different. Totally different.
That's not that's not praised that much though. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so rare. Yeah, it's because it's not a. Um, it's not controversial. Yeah, it's not controversial. We had a pitch meeting. It was a few years ago. Uh, not a few years ago. A few months ago, and, and the, the notes came back. It's not noisy enough. The show oh, is not God. noisy. That's that's they know what sells. They want what's noisy mean? Well, that means enough uh, conflict. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm sorry, it's not what I do. I'm not gonna create conflict for for reasons that you need it to keep oh your audience. But God. that's but that's, that's that's part of it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the that's, business you're oh in. You know, man. that's the business. I laughed. You know, you laugh. You, you know? have to at that point. You're like, yeah, yes. whatever. Not busy and not noisy enough. I'm like, I never heard that before. But that's the thing now. They need yeah. stuff. Stimulation. Drama. It's like, ah, I'm anchoring my boat. I'll watch it, but I'm, I'm going to just go to the left yeah. a little bit. And I'll watch it, you know. It's another thing. Don't sacrifice who you are because, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, that maybe if you sacrifice who you are and all these things, there's a great opportunity to take you to a place that's closer to what you want. But, like, get, getting there requires you giving up, like, your actual, like, who you are. Yeah. It's like you're not going to like it when you get there. No. We have nowhere to go, dude. Where yeah. are we going? We're, we're, we're right here. What yeah. Do, what do you – what? What do we need? Where do you have to go? Where are we rushing to? Exactly. It's like, oh, but this contract and this fame and this is like, we're here, you know. Yeah. And you can still accomplish stuff, but don't make it like the the, like the ultimate purpose of your life. Yeah. Our only purpose in life is to enjoy it. I like that. That's really the only purpose. Yeah. I like enjoy it. life. What else is there? Tell me what's better. Enjoying life. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> it stops right there, right? But when you're enjoying life. Stuff happens and things happen better and people come around and it, it is it's it's true. No don't one, like, don't no be happy. Ever, don't be a happy go lucky guy. That's bullshit. You know, somebody's like, oh yeah, that, that that motivational stuff doesn't work. That's bullshit. It's like yeah, you don't want to be motivated. It's like well, yeah. Zig Ziglar says yeah, motivation. Uh, people say it doesn't work. Well, taking a bath doesn't last long either. But you have to do it every day. <laughs> we recommend it daily. You know, that's what he says. Yeah. So you, you got to do it daily. Be the person. You know. You don't just take one shower and clean the rest of your life, right? right? It's a daily thing to be aware and conscious and being joyful and uh, and loving awareness. Uh, Ram Das. I mean, people listening. I mean, Ram Das is, is you know. There's different styles. I, I I gravitate. Sometimes I listen to Eckhart Tolle, and I have Sadhguru is the guru that I, I use his, his uh, yoga techniques. And uh, but Ram Das, he says, just live in loving awareness. Loving awareness. That's it. You're just loving awareness. What does that mean? You're you're seeing what you're around, and you're you're loving what you everything around you because you're part of it too. You're loving awareness. That's it. That solves the issues, man. Man. That takes away all judgments. It takes man. away all prejudices. Loving awareness. That's it. I mean, that's 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 the mantra. The, not even a mantra. Uh, become that. Yeah. And that's what I'm. That's that's what I want. I feel moments of that, and it feels like. Bliss and 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 I want that every moment of my life. Yeah, that's that's what I want. That's Rock the and goal, roll, man. You know? I love that. Well, damn, Tony. Thank you, buddy. I uh, it feels good. I mean, it, it's like I feel like I'm absorbing so much information. Like this was uh, it's funny how where universe works sometimes. Like you know, you're a place in your life, and you know, like I had all this stuff planned that I wanted to ask you because I'm curious about. Clear for next time because I have like questions. Oh, did um, we get to any of the questions? No, we got to a few, but like oh. we started off, and immediately I was like, oh man. I need this. This is very uh, like, and it was in a selfish yeah. way. I was like, man, Tony's got something to say. And like, mm-hmm. this, this is really great. This is important. It's funny how this works. Like, you know, the goal of this podcast, the goal for anything is like, I want to bring people together. Right. I want people bring people together in the idea of creativity and that we all are creative in some way. And if we explore that together, these passions connect and bigger things can happen. Of course. And that's like really what I want to do. I want to expose that. I want to build that. Yeah. And like, 
to have it on the personal level, which is what, you know, I get when I do the show. Mm. But at this level, like this was everything you talked about is stuff I needed to hear. I absolutely needed to hear and needed to learn and become more aware of again and newly. So anybody listening that, you know, vibe with this fucking goddamn. Yeah, I need it. I need it. I need it more than you. (laughs) That's why I talk about it in my mind. I don't talk about it publicly normally, but people that care, it's it's something important to talk about. Well, just know that you have changed someone's life today. Thanks, buddy. After all that you said. I'm glad. I love you. Love you more, buddy. Thank you. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks. Thanks again. Um, I hope I can have you on again soon. I thanks. know you're super busy. But. Um, I'm not as busy as I look. Uh, I try to look busier than I am. You look pretty busy. Well, sometimes it comes in, it comes in uh, phases, you know. Yeah. I, I could back off it whenever I want. Well, anybody listening, go check out uh, Tony Clark Magic. Yeah. I did some exploring today, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say this now. If anybody wants to donate to a fund for me to hire Tony to teach me magic, I will learn uh, magic. I'm calling it right now. I would love to learn magic. I, but I, someone donate to that fund. <laughs> you don't need to donate, buddy. I'll take care of you. I, if you need to learn magic, I'll teach you magic. It's fun to learn a couple of tricks here and there. Man, I, I, every it's ta- fun. Every it's, time I see you on Instagram, every time I look you up, I'm like, that looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. You can learn it. You you. With your skill set, uh, being a musician, uh, it's about discipline. Yeah, you know how to rehearse. Well, there's the commitment factor that I yeah. love. Yeah, yeah, but music, musicians, actors, they learn quick. You know, because yeah. they, they have a discipline of, of getting staying on something till they get it right. Yeah, that's a rarity these days. But you're a musician. So, oh, I got, how many times? How long do you play a song? Oh my God, hours and hours and hours. till your fingers are bleeding off the off the strings, right? Yeah. So th- you'll learn it. You can learn it. No problem. All right. Well, I'm going to attempt to learn magic now. You. <laughs> Tony Clark, thank you so much. Hey, God bless you, buddy. Take care. Peace out. Thank you. Cool, man.